Listener-supported KFUO, the messenger of good news. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash KFUO radio. That's a great way to uh, share us with your friends. So if you haven't done so yet, go there and like us today, and uh, we'll see plenty of posts each and every day. We have several posts regarding the programming and uh, uh, various things about KFUO there on our Facebook page. It's easy for you to just click it and share it with your friends, and that's a great way to spread the word about this worldwide ministry. I'm Gary Duncan. This is the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our Moment in Scripture with Pastor Matt Clark of Ascension Lutheran Church in St. Louis. Good afternoon, Pastor Clark. Good afternoon, Gary. Good to be here with you. Now, this week we read 1 Samuel 9 through 15. Uh, Samuel anoints Saul as we start reading uh, our chapters this week. Then Saul becomes king. Then uh, we read Saul's farewell speech. And then as we're concluding the chapters, we're reading about how Saul rebukes, uh, or how Samuel, that is, rebukes Saul. What's your highlights for this week's readings? Yeah, thanks, Gary. It, it Like you said, it really revolves around those two people, the prophet Samuel and then the first king of Israel, Saul. And what I think is interesting is it begins with Saul being chosen as king, and then it goes to the first part of his reign. And it even in chapter 15 in particular, it starts to talk about the beginning of the end for Saul. So we kind of see Saul's rise, but even his downfall in just these six chapters, which is pretty amazing. Uh, so here in, in chapter 9, just to sort of recap and hit the highlights, uh, Saul's chosen as king. And I think it's kind of interesting uh, how they describe Saul here. So uh, chapter 9, verses 1 and 2, they talk about this man who was a Benjaminite, a man of great wealth. So he's from the tribe of Benjamin. He has great wealth and he has a son and his son's name is Saul. And it describes it in this way. He's a handsome young man. There was not a man among the people of Israel more handsome than he from his shoulders upwards, he was taller than any of the people. So he's a, a tall, handsome guy. He seems to be about a head taller than anyone else. And not only that, he's rich. He's from a wealthy family. So I'm thinking if you want someone to be your king, and if we were to select a king, maybe, we would. this guy seems like a pretty logical choice from outward appearances, right? Uh, wealthy, handsome, more handsome than anyone else, and taller than anyone else. This guy is king material, uh, which is interesting. And, and hold on to that, because when we hear about David becoming king, the next king, it, it's a very different story about the description of David and the family that he comes from and who he is. So I, I think that's kind of interesting. Um, what man thinks would make a good king isn't always what God thinks in the end would make a good king or what truly does make a good king. Uh, but, but nonetheless, um, Saul, Samuel is the one who anoints Saul as king, uh, but in doing so, uh, skipping over to verse, excuse me, chapter 10, uh, Saul, Samuel says this as he anoints uh, Saul as king. He says to the people of Israel, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, I brought you up out of Egypt. I delivered you from the hand of the Egyptians and from the hand of the kingdoms that were oppressing you. But today you have rejected your God who saves you from your calamities and your distresses. And you have said to him, set a king over us. Uh, so it's kind of a bittersweet proclamation as king. Uh, Samuel does it. He proclaims Saul as king. But in doing so, he says, hey, people, guess what? You're rejecting God in doing this. 
you want that king over you and you've in effect rejected the one who's the king of kings. He's not quite good enough. We want an earthly ruler. We want to be like the other nations of the world. Even if they are pagans, we want a king too. And God gives them what they want. He gives them that king. Uh, it seems like he gives us what we want. <laughs> yeah, you know, kind of be careful what you wish for. In some yeah. ways, I think, here, because they get their king, but it's it becomes nothing but trouble. I mean, for, with Saul, but even beyond Saul, we think of how the kingdom is divided later. And there's so many bad, evil kings that mislead the people. And the people start to reflect the king and his bad character. And it's it's pretty disastrous for the most part. It's it's kind of like that pop song. Uh, so this is what you want, what you really, really want. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, no, it's not what we really want. It's not what we need for sure. Uh, yeah, but go yeah. on. Exactly. Um, <laughs> we always do this. We always turn our eyes away from God. Yeah. It, it just as we keep continuing to read this, it's just a repetitive uh, storyline throughout this uh, early part of scripture here into the, in this Old Testament reading, uh, we continue to just, uh, people just continue, and still today, continue to turn away from the Lord. Oh my goodness. And, and even, even in this sort of way, I think of uh, the scriptures tell us, do not put your trust in princes and a son of man in whom there is no life, right? And, mm -hmm. and that's what we do today too. We look to political leaders for our salvation and for our well-being and for um, peace and all those things. And no, that's ultimately not where that's found. Uh, yeah, God may establish them. He may establish our earthly leaders, thanks be to God. But ultimately, that peace and that well-being is found in, in no one but the King of Kings, God himself, and, and namely Christ Jesus. Uh, so it's a reminder to us, too. They put their trust in, in a king, and we, too, boy, uh, we put our trust in presidents and Congress people and all sorts. Uh, rather than in God, we're just as guilty. Like you said, some things don't change. Um, and then I want to just real quick touch on Saul's downfall already. It happened yeah, so it's quickly. quick. Yeah. yeah, I know. So here in verse 15, you don't have to turn far in our Bibles. And, and we see that here uh, Saul's fighting a battle uh, against uh, another group of people, the Am uh, Amalek and his uh, people. And as he fights, uh, the Lord gives him a command, gives him instruction uh, to uh, devote everything to destruction. Uh, the Lord says there, chapter 15, verse 3, Now go strike Amalek and devote to destruction all that they have. Do not spare them. Bo kill both man and woman, child and infant, ox, sheep, camel, and donkey. And again, while well, that sounds harsh, but yet that's the Lord's command. And when God commands something, you should obey it. Uh, but Saul doesn't. Um, Saul uh, and some of the people, they, they keep some of the belongings for themselves. They disobey what the Lord said to destroy everything. And uh, here it says in verse 9, But Saul and the people spared Agag, he's the king, and the best of the sheep and the oxen and the fattened calves and the lambs, and all that was good, and would not utterly destroy them. All that was uh, despised and worthless, they devoted to destruction. So they got rid, they destroyed the bad stuff, <laughs> but they kept all the good stuff for themselves. Uh, so obviously disobeying God. And so then in verse 10, it says, The word of the Lord came to Samuel. I regret that I have made Saul king, for he has turned back from following me and has not performed my commandments. And so the Lord rejects already Saul as king. Uh, and so, uh, we see in, in verse uh, 20 that Samuel uh, confronts Saul about this. 
And, and Saul says to Samuel, I've obeyed the voice of the Lord. I, I've gone on the mission on which the Lord has sent me. I have brought Agag, the king of Amalek, and I've devoted the Amalekites to destruction. But the people took of the spoil, the sheep, the oxen, the best of things devoted to destruction to sacrifice to the Lord your God. So Saul kind of makes up this excuse when he gets caught and says, no, we were just going to sacrifice that good stuff to God. We weren't going to keep it for ourselves, which Mm -hmm. I'm not quite sure that's uh, the full truth. Uh, And and Samuel goes on to say, does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in in obeying the Lord? Exactly. So good point. Gary, so Samuel basically says, okay, likely story, Saul, but even if it is true, even if you were going to keep those, disobey God in order to keep those good things to sacrifice to him, guess what? You're still disobeying God. And right. so, yeah, does the Lord delight in sacrifices? No, he delights in obedience. He delights in in uh, faithful obedience in him, following his word. And that's exactly what Saul did not do. And it um, continues, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed is better than the fat of rams. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's instructive for us, too, that we, yeah, that we obey the Lord, that we listen to his word, that we heed it, uh, that we follow in faith. Uh, that's, that's what the Lord desires, um, not just sacrifice. And then finally there in verses 27 and 28, uh, it gets kind of vivid here. It says, as Samuel turned to go away, Saul seized the skirt of his robe and he tore it. And Samuel said to him, the Lord has torn the kingdom of Israel from you this day and has given it to a neighbor of yours who is better than you. (laughs) Ouch. So a little last, um, you know, illustration here is he tore Samuel's garment as he went away. So also the Lord is going to tear the kingdom from Saul and his family. And we know the one that's better than him is David. And I think we could even by extension say that the one who's ultimately better than than Saul is is Jesus Christ. And that uh, he, again, is the ultimate king that so much here in what we're reading is pointing ahead to. Right. Would you like to lead us in a prayer as we conclude this segment? Yeah, definitely. Thanks, Gary. Let's pray. Uh, Lord God, we ask that you would help us not to put our trust in princes or presidents or political parties, but help us to put our trust in you. Uh, Put our trust in Jesus Christ, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the one in whom we have that hope of salvation and peace, not just now for this life, but for all eternity. Uh, We ask that you would keep our eyes focused on him. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. So what's our reading for next week? Next week, we're reading uh, 1 Samuel chapter 16 through 23. And again, uh, if you stick with us, you'll get through the Bible in two years. So uh, chapter 16 through 23. Thank you so much, Matt. Yeah, you bet, Gary. Thanks for having me on. Take care. We are the messenger of good news. We are worldwide at KFUO.org. AM850 in the St. Louis region. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. And, of course, wherever you get your podcasts, including this segment, you can just search out uh, KFUO Radio next time you're on uh, where the place, wherever you go for podcasts. There's several of those out there. So just, again, search out KFUO Radio.